0: Welcome to the RV Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Maxon, and I'm thrilled to guide you through the journey of launching, growing, and managing a profitable RV rental business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the RV Rental Secret Podcast. Today, I have Ashley Dreger with me from Dreger Marketing. Hello, Ashley. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about your business and what you do?
1: Yeah. So I am a director of marketing. I work with small businesses and startups to really establish their marketing strategy and help them to increase their visibility and ultimately grow their brand. Marketing is really at the heart of all business activities. In my mind, it all leads back to marketing and telling customers about who you are, what you do, and just increasing that visibility so that you can generate those sales. I love working with them through mentorship, consulting, and full management, if that's something that is Needed really depends on the size of their team, but just guiding them through how to implement
0: a very sustainable marketing strategy is really the key. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's so important because I think most small business owners struggle because they don't really know where to start with marketing. There's so many different aspects. And as you know, it can get complicated. So I think a lot of business owners don't necessarily know where to start. So with that being said, do you feel there's like a platform right now that's the most important for someone to get started on when they're trying to market their business.
1: Yeah, I would say TikTok is probably the easiest to be found on. Facebook and Instagram are something that I would typically recommend in any social media strategy. They're just more of a they're very tried and true social platform. Everyone seems to be on that platform at some point or another in their day. They're pretty safe in that sense, but they are much harder to get found on compared to TikTok. So TikTok is is really great uh, at the moment. However, I know adding in three social media platforms can get very overwhelming and complicated, like you said. Ultimately, it depends on what that individual business's goals are, what their capacity is for marketing their, their services and creating that video-based content. But if they can, I would definitely recommend trying to stay consistent on TikTok.
0: Okay. And I mean... With that, if they haven't ever started a TikTok account before, do you feel like it's too late to get started or no? Oh, absolutely
1: not. No, no. It's It really comes down to the consistency. I think that if we were to compare Instagram and TikTok side by side, I think that TikTok would be much easier to grow on today than it would be for Instagram just because of the way that They've changed some of the things with hashtags and SEO and their algorithm. You can definitely still grow on Instagram. And like I said, I would still incorporate that and repurpose the content there. But I think, like I said, comparing the two side by side, I think TikTok is still very early in growth stages compared to the other other options.
0: Okay, that makes sense. And for those that don't have a marketing strategy, where do you suggest they start? So they're, they're just creating their TikTok account. What do they do?
1: Yeah, I I recommend starting with three core areas because the, the rest of your strategy is really going to get built upon the rest of what you do with with these three. So that would be your ideal client or target market, your offer or the specific services that you are going to be promoting or how people can purchase from you and what your core message is. So those are the three things that are really going to differentiate you from any other business in the marketplace. It's going to allow you to create very specific content for the people that are gonna be most interested in what you have to offer. And then from there, you know, you can determine where should we be communicating with them? How do we stay in contact with them? How do we move them through the customer journey into what specific funnels or just kind of moving them into that booking stage? Versus the, oh, this is very interesting. Let me learn a little bit more about this company. So those three areas are where I would start and then building upon that from there once you get more comfortable with the specific marketing tactics that you're using.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So I'm actually guilty of not being on TikTok. So this is kind of an interesting conversation. You know, my 10-year-old daughter is always begging me to go on, but I'm I'm not on there. So with posts for RV rental businesses, like, do you have any examples of, like, what might be good videos to put out there to kind of get to their target market?
1: Yeah, I think that with RV rentals, there's so much fun content that you can create and share, right? Like, you can, especially with video content, you can really showcase the adventure and the excitement and all of the fun aspects that come along with renting an RV or living in an RV lifestyle and really just generate that interest. And I think that society is really, I don't want to say moving in that direction, but they're, they're becoming a lot more interested in what options they have to get outdoors, to get away from the big cities. Right. And I think that showing where you can go, what it's going to be like, how fun it can be. Cause I think that sometimes people that are consumers that are new to the industry may have a lot of objections, right? And, you know, talking about how you, how can we overcome those objections? How can we get them interested or move past some of the concerns or fears that they may have into, you know, I I understand that this may be a small space, but look at how much you can do with it. Or, you know, this is actually really fun to not have all these options. It's not as overwhelming when you don't have all of the space to take care of, or, you know, whatever the angle is that, that that specific business is going to be promoting or communicating Mm -hmm. to their target market. And I'm a very outdoorsy person myself. So anything that looks very fun and adventurous, I love going on hikes. So anything that's very like woodsy immediately captures my attention. So I think that there's lots of ideas and lots of different ways that you could, that you can talk about the business, but
0: yeah, that's great advice. And now do you find um, from your experience? do people want to do like just educational content or entertainment, or can they do a mixture of both? Like what works best on TikTok?
1: I would definitely do a mix of both. So I think that the entertaining aspect or the entertaining content is what draws them in initially, but then working in the educational content is what nurtures that relationship and moves them further into that customer journey with you. So I think that there are very fun ways and still very entertaining ways that you can share educational based content. Something that immediately comes to mind is something is having the like B-roll footage in the background of, you know, different places that you can go or things that you can do or the adventures or, you know, like that type of thing, like a video compilation and then a voiceover of something a little bit more educational can really help to bridge that connection. But I think with With RV rentals, I think that the educational aspect is very important to capturing the right audience and setting the right expectations. So it's more than just getting them in the door, right? We want to have them have a very great experience with you too, so that they keep coming back and then they can share and give referrals and all of that kind of stuff. So setting them up with the right expectations upfront before they get too deep into the booking or too deep into the experience, I think can really help with the rest of that customer journey and customer experience.
0: And do you find because, you know, with this type of business it is local, that type of content works well on TikTok as well for local businesses? Yeah,
1: I think that there, you can use hashtags still for, for TikTok. And t- the way that the TikTok algorithm is very smart. So you know, I'm in Washington, I'm in the Seattle area. So Oftentimes, Seattle-based content will come up into my for you page without intentionally searching for it. So, using like keywords, SEO hashtags that are very local-based, you can tag your your video to a specific area, just the same way that you can geotag in in Instagram. So that's something that I would do just to help pull in that target market, like mm-hmm. that reach that specific geographical area. But still having, you know, I think having just that wider visibility is still very beneficial because it, it doesn't necessarily mean that people from other areas won't come to you. You know, maybe they think that your RV rental is the is the best one out there for whatever reason and they're happen, happening to be in that area or they're going to move to that area so or they're going to share the content. So I think TikTok, you know, focusing less on only reaching that specific area and just getting visible would be the key and then having a different way or adding a different marketing channel to really capture the people that are local to you, maybe into an, into your email marketing system or SMS marketing or something else just so that you can kind of nurture the the warmest leads like that a little bit easier than speaking to the, you know, nationwide.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, definitely, you know, getting your name out there, getting brand recognition. And then like you said, pulling the people that are going to be the ones that are renting from you. Now, I know when I create content, I like to batch things. So is that something that you do when creating TikToks as well?
1: Batch creating content in any any form is definitely something that I would recommend. I think that it helps so much with the consistency and the consistency is key to successful marketing. So it really helps with that. And then when you're batch creating, it's much easier to see your content holistically and what your message is going to be and what you're going to be sharing, what you're going to be promoting, you know, making sure that each individual piece of content is very intentional towards your larger goal for the month or for the quarter, for example, where it can be much harder when you're doing it individually, you know, each single day and you know what did I talk about two weeks ago? Am I still on the right track? Versus, you know, you're planning it out and you're seeing everything all at once. So batch creating is definitely something that I recommend to all of my clients. I know it can be hard getting into that first month because you're kind of working ahead, but then you have the whole month to, you know, break down your process, plan things out, create it, et cetera. So
0: yeah, I love it too, because I feel like there's some days I'm just not creative. I can't think of anything. So to you know, get all those ideas down, take a day to like record them all and then you can schedule them or post them as needed. And then you don't have to worry about those days. Like when I don't batch stuff, there'll be some days like, oh, I really need to post something. Like, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Oh my God, I got to do my hair. I got to do my makeup. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so it's so nice to just like have those videos ready to go whenever you need them. Yes, 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 exactly. Now, kind of switching topics a little bit, I know we both said we like Instagram and I was checking out your Instagram account. I saw some posts about KPIs and I feel like that's something really important to touch on. Uh, It's something that I've been tracking with social media for a good six months, but I'm sure most small business owners don't think about that at all. So can you talk about a little bit what are KPIs and maybe what are some KPIs that small business owners should be tracking with their social media?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, Because your KPIs, so that stands for key performance indicators. Um, You may hear about it as analytics or metrics, depending on you know, what platform you're on or who you're talking to, but understanding the numbers or the performance of your content really helps you to make data-driven decisions. I know as small business owners, we are so close to our business and it can be very hard, very complicated and hard to separate what is actually happening with our marketing and our, our growth versus what it feels like is happening You know, it's, for example, you may feel like your growth has just been very stunted or you're really not reaching anyone because the last couple of weeks you're just seeing the numbers go down, down, down. But when you, if you look at it holistically, if you, if you take a step back and you're like, Hey, what does the last 90 days look like though? It may be a very different story and you may actually be doing much better than what it feels like in this very moment, just because of what's directly in front of you. Right. So some, some important ones to keep track of would be your reach or your impressions. So how, how, how many people did you reach with your content? The more that you're reaching tends to indicate that the content is, is high quality, that people are interested in it. And and it's because of the way the the algorithms are right. If people don't engage with it, they're not watching it. They're probably not going to continue showing it to more people versus if everyone's watching it from start to finish. They're engaging with it, etc. Then Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or wherever it is, saying, people are really liking this. Let's keep pushing it out, right? Because people are still engaging with it, right? So your reach and impressions, those are those are two important ones, just to help with the quality. The engagements are good. Enga- and I should add a little caveat. So with all of these numbers, they can, and they, they can be just uh, more like vanity metrics, right? We don't want to just focus on the individual numbers, but rather looking at all of the numbers. What is the bigger picture? What is the story that these numbers are telling us, right? We don't want to just say, well, you know, followers are up or, you know, I got this many likes or, you know, that kind of thing, because that doesn't necessarily mean or translate into direct sales, but it can be an indication of how what the how the you know what is your quality of marketing, how are people responding to it? Is this something that people are interested in? So just keep that in mind when you're looking at all of this. But in you know generally speaking, we want to see things continue to to grow and, and increase. But the number of engagements, so likes, comments, shares, saves, those are all very indicative of how much people are enjoying your content, especially the shares and saves. Those are very, very important. So if you're seeing specific uh, trends with content that is getting a lot of shares or saves, take a look at what specifically that content is. Is it very educational? Is it very, is it skits and, you know, something very entertaining or just trying to find out what that pattern is, because I would definitely want to push more of that type of content. And if there's something that you're seeing just isn't reaching a lot of people, people aren't liking it, they're not commenting, you know, what is the reason? Is it the delivery of the content? Is it specifically what the content is about? So it really gives you an indication of where to do a little bit more of a deep dive and audit what's going on to either make an adjustment or make a pivot to fix whatever's going on, or double down on what's going on really well. I always recommend looking at your marketing in 90-day intervals. That really gives you a good base of data to look at, to know what, what to change, what to improve on, um, what needs to be adjusted, or what to do more of, and then continue that for another 90 days, look back, evaluate, and continue on.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. And I think it's so important, like you said, oftentimes I think especially with small businesses, they just post because like they feel like they have to and they don't do any tracking. They don't look back to see what's working. So instead of like doubling down, like you said, on the things that are working and making more content like that, they're still just randomly putting out stuff and they just really don't get anywhere.
1: Yeah, I know some people really hate the phrase, you know, it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. But I feel like so often when small business owners, when they're really in the weeds of their marketing and their content it's really easy to get to that point where you're, like you said, you're just putting out content. You're just creating content just to check off the box. Cause that's what everybody says that you should be doing. Right. But it it can just really lead to burnout. And then the rest of your marketing is going to ultimately fall apart because then you don't want to do it. You're not coming up with anything creative. It's just a domino effect. Right. So I'm very passionate about the sustainability <laughs> of all of the things.
0: That's <laughs> so true, though, And I don't think a lot of people step back and take a look at it. So hopefully they'll hear this message loud and clear, what we're saying. And, <laughs> you know, they need to start tracking right away. So with that, we've got them going on TikTok. They're going to create their account, start posting, making content, start tracking everything. I know some people look at like ads as the next step, but not everyone has the budget for that. So I want to talk about what are like some low cost or no cost marketing strategies for RV rental owners that they can use with their limited resources? Are there ways that they can just reach their um, target market on TikTok organically or Instagram um, without taking out ads?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a great point because ads... They the cost can add up very quickly, and I never recommend ads unless we have a proven organic strategy. Um, so I look at ads as adding fuel to the fire, and the fire is your organic marketing, your organic content. If that's not going in the right direction, we don't want to add fuel to that fire, right? We 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 don't want it to burn faster, and that's just going to be throwing money out the window. But there are a lot of really great low cost or Should or free, right? I know it's not like it's free in the sense you're not spending money, you're spending, but you're going to be spending your time, right? But there are a lot of other options outside of paid marketing. Some that come just right off the top of my head would be looking at doing some collaborations with other complimentary businesses. That's a really great way to expand your reach. You're reaching their audience, they're reaching your audience. There's a mutual benefit there. So collaborations would be good. Influencer marketing has picked up a lot. So that's something that I would. Definitely look at some influencers do cost money to have them create content about your brand, but there are some that don't necessarily require a monetary exchange. So there are different ways of of doing that. Mail marketing was the the third one that I wanted to touch on because that is an owned channel. So I it's really beneficial to have the borrowed channel. So that's something where Are on somebody else's platform, you don't have control over things like the algorithm, who sees it, when they see it, that type of thing. You can control when you put it out, but not anything after that. Whereas an owned channel, something like your website or your email list or SMS messaging, those are all things that are intellectual property. That's something that your business would own if a customer has given you that information. So that's something that I would pair with any other marketing channel that you have as your market in your in your strategy. And email marketing or blogs on your website, SEO, those are all really great ways to nurture the people that are already interested. So instead of you know just focusing on how do we bring more people into the top of a funnel, which would be something social media based, you know, how do we move them further into it? So email marketing or that longer form content where people are investing their time to consume whatever you're putting out uh, is a. those are both really great options.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned influencer marketing. And I thought of really with this type of industry, you could do a trade where you give them like a free RV rental, and they take video of their adventures. And I think that could be a great way to show people how awesome it is to go RVing and get in front of their audience.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. User generated content is a really great one too. So, you know, prompting any of your customers to tag us here or use this hashtag. We may be featured on our email list or however you want to position that. That's a really great way to kind of generate that interest. of you know, look at all all my customers are really happy. This is what they're doing. You know, it's not just me telling you about it, right? It's mm-hmm. the customers telling other customers about it, which is great.
0: Yeah. And with like different brands, I think in this instance, reaching out to local campgrounds or maybe places you deliver the RV and trying to create content with them. in that way it's mutual for both of you guys to work together and both get more customers in. So I think that could be good. Yeah, no, that's that's a great idea. I love that one. Awesome. So with that being said, we talked a lot about TikTok, which is fairly new in the social media game. How do you see the future of marketing evolving and what trends should RV rental business owners be aware of to try to stay ahead of their competition? Yeah, I love that question. I am seeing a lot of digital marketing
1: shifting to less of that perfect, aesthetically pleasing content, uh, people are really starting to see through the social media mask of everything is great. Everything is perfect all the time. Everything's rainbows. And they're really wanting to see more of the behind the scenes, real raw, authentic content. So I think keeping that in mind for anyone that's creating social media content and just really like, you know, like I mentioned before, setting the right expectations. So I think, people are getting very drawn to brands that are very honest and transparent in that way I think that also people are really wanting to connect with brands that share the same values as them so making sure that you're communicating what do you stand for what are your values and really making that stronger connection with the with your target market that shares those same values is going to be very important I think just generally not having all of your content feel very sales focused I think that people are feeling, Overly marketed to, they're constantly being told you should buy this, you should buy this, you should buy this. You know, that's one of the the big gripes with TikTok is you know TikTok Shop and everything is sponsored and everything just an ad is what it feels like. And people are really wanting to go back to what is what is where is that authentic content? Where is that just you know fun, entertaining content? That's what people came to that specific platform for. And I think that that's starting to have a ripple effect on places like Facebook and Instagram. So. Coming up with very creative ways of drawing people into your brand so that they do want to make purchases from you or or book from you is going to be a really great way to um, kind of survive this transition that buying behavior is going through. Um,
0: So. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that a lot lately, how people want to buy from an actual person now, not a brand Mm -hmm. Like they Well, I've heard that a lot before, like where they have to know, like, trust you. So showing, like you said, behind the scenes footage, maybe involving family or hobbies to show people you're an actual person and you're not just in it for the money and showing how passionate you are about something I think would really help your overall reach and ultimately getting sales.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know I, I like to look through a lot of comments on TikTok and just like, what are people saying about this video that, you know, I find it interesting. What are, what are people saying? I see quite frequently, especially on how to type videos. You're teaching some for our RVs or travel trailers specifically, how to do this with your trailer or, you know, how do you pack up your trailer? What does it look like to pack up a trailer with six people living in it or whatever, whatever the case may be. People find that very interesting to consume and just kind of like, it takes the mystery away from it, which makes it a more comfortable idea to entertain. So I think doing something like that, it, that's very you know real, it's honest, it's transparent, it's behind the scenes, but it can, I, I feel like it can be very impactful for the right target market, assuming that it's a very entertaining piece of content, right? We don't want it to be slow and monotone and, you know, things like that, but yeah, I think that there are lots of very creative ways, but just try not to stick to the, this is what everybody else in the industry is doing, or this is really normal for my industry, so I should be doing it too. Try to avoid falling into that trap.
0: Yeah, I think those are all great tips. Is there anything else that you want to add that maybe we didn't cover that you feel is important?
1: I think just hitting on the, on the, the fact that the consistency is really what the key is going to be here for any business, but especially for small business owners or people that are really trying to establish their brand awareness and, and their name in, in the industry, the consistency, it's there's so many benefits, but on the business side, it really helps to it, make that business owner much more comfortable in their marketing, their messaging, how to create content. It makes you more efficient it really refines the content that you're that you're talking about your brand voice so so many benefits there but then on the the other side on the consumer side it used to be that there was it's called the rule of seven so somebody would need to see a piece of content or you know a brand seven times before they would take an action or they would make a purchase with how much content is out there these days That has increased to 30 plus so you you there's a lot of times that you need to get in front of that same customer that same consumer before they're going to do anything with your brand and if you're you know if you're posting one one time a week you're going to be working like a full year before they're going to be doing anything right versus you know that could be condensed down to a month if you're doing one a day for example i know one a day is still a lot but you know, you can really see the timelines, you you know, how much that can compound and what that timeline could look like with, with the frequency. So the consistency is just really something that I would love to drive home, um, because it's just going to have a domino effect on everything else.
0: Yeah. That paints a really great picture when you show the numbers like that. <laughs> um, yeah. now where can listeners reach out to you, get more, more marketing tips for their businesses? Like what's the best place to find you?
1: Instagram would be the easiest right now. My DMs are always open. I'm pretty consistent with putting content out there. So there's always going to be tips and tricks and, you know, different educational pieces there and then more lifestyle stuff in my stories. If you're, if you're interested in that. So
0: great. I'll go ahead and put your Instagram handle in the show notes for anyone that wants to follow you. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been an eye-opening conversation and I just know the listeners are going to get so much out of this.
1: Yeah, thank you. If anyone has questions, please reach out. I'm happy to happy to answer anything.